0: Book.
1: Okay. So let me tell you about it. And I I should give credit to where I heard about it. So there's a great book called Algorithms to Live By. And that's how I came across this. So this is the mathematically correct way to know when to stop looking and when to choose someone. So the idea is imagine that you're hiring a secretary and you have a 100 people to choose from. Mm -hmm. And you have to go through each one, one at a time, and say yes or no. So after the first person, yes or no. After the second person, yes or no. And if you say no, you can't go back. So the question, which is part of this way of mathematical thinking called optimal stop theory is how many people should you go through? Because if you choose too early, you don't know what's out there. But if you choose too late, maybe all the good people have passed you by. And so the mathematically correct answer is that you go through the first 37 people, 37%. And you say, who is the single best person of that 37%? That's now your benchmark person. The next time that you find someone who's better than that benchmark person, you hire them.
0: Okay. So I go, I, I'm interviewing someone to be my assistant. Let's say I go through 37 people and this can be used in the context of dating as well. Yeah, And I find someone called Jenny who was the best of the 37, but I've said no to her. So I can't go back and get Jenny. So I've been on a date with Jenny or whatever. I've, I've interviewed Jenny. So I'm now at interview number 38. What do I do?
1: The next, you, you keep going until you find someone who you like more than Jenny. And then you say, I found her and you stop. And the reason why this is so important is because if you're a maximizer, and we should get into what that means, you want to keep looking. And there are so many people who just have found someone who's better than their benchmark person, but they keep looking and they keep looking and then they keep looking and the pool is getting smaller and smaller and they don't realize it. And so here's how that applies to dating. We don't know how many people you'll date, but one way we can think about it is let's just approximate how long somebody might date. So let's say somebody dates from ages 18 to 40. What is 37% of the way through? So it's when you're 26.1 years old. So at that point, you should look back and say, who is my Jenny? Who is my benchmark person? The next time you find someone who you like more than that benchmark person, choose them and try to build a relationship with them. And why this is so important is so many people keep looking. So many people keep searching. They're waiting for the perfect person. And they don't understand that relationships are about finding somebody great and building a great relationship, not the continuous search to find the perfect person who doesn't exist.
2: Settling is okay. Settling is actually good. Settling is actually great. Settling is the only thing that we say is bad when it comes to relationships. But in any other aspect of your life, it's okay to settle. It's okay to settle lawsuits. It's okay to settle in your home. It's okay for a house to settle as it's resting, as it's been built over time. But for some reason, being in relationships and settling on a person has been deemed awful, terrible, bad, even more so for women, because it's okay for a man to decide to settle down and start a family. But if a woman settles, it is viewed as something is wrong with her or she's making a bad choice or she's not making the best choice possible. And I think we need to turn that concept on its head because settling is actually very good for you.
0: Oh, yeah. Here we go.
3: Ah. (laughs) Yo, yo, Mickey Licky. Cash money records taking over for the nine nine. Uh, uh, Welcome to another week cocktails and conversations uh we're actually getting close to the end of the year at this point man. that's right we're actually like that? the last month bro. Ain't close. it's the last month right now so <laughs> <laughs> we're here um happy holidays happy everybody happy holidays everybody merry christmas jingle bells everything else to go along with it we're gonna ride this out for a second happy
0: kwanzaa my brothers and
3: sisters <laughs> <laughs> i thought you wanted to say something else happy kwanzaa buddy. <laughs> happy uh hanukkah to everyone um those Muslims out there like myself, happy Friday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we are here, man. Just another week. Yeah. Ray enjoying it. Uh, cocktails and conversation. Thank you for tuning in, for rolling with us. It's been another wonderful um, week. We're not really dealing with the world because we come on here to escape what's going right. on in the world to a degree. Um, prayers with everyone that's dealing with all the wars and the fighting and the mass shootings, praying that everyone's family finds peace in this time of pain and hurt. Um, So just blanket shout out to everybody on that one. Um, But we're here for another week. It is your brother, your brother, your big homie, Yamalo from the ATL. Brother Yusuf Muhammad, YAM's creation on social networks. What's happening, family? Y'all know, here. <laughs> Y'all
0: know he got that super incredible uh, intro to himself. <laughs> With the six uh aliases.
3: Yeah, I can't. I was trying to say something there, like Yamalo from down there. I said, nope, I ain't nah. download. No, nah, no, nah, can't say that. Yamalo from the scam. I said, I ain't scamming. So I'm nothing rhyming with me today. So brother Yusuf Muhammad, the brother to the man, to the man who's playing the man, who is the man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> y'all know what it is. It's Tim Hardgrove, dark shining darkness, light. Darkness, everybody. Darkness. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> y'all, yes. welcome to the show. I'm glad you brought somebody because I know you did because we asked you to. Um, this is a great subject. It's. I love the fact that we're talking about settling, and a lot of us, you know, especially when it comes to relationships. Y'all, y'all heard the clips and everything, but I really want to talk about how. Sometimes there's a need to settle things. Mm. And, you know, we settle with everything else, even when we are um, in conversations with other people and it comes into those heated debates of uh, holy fellowship. (laughs) Holy fellowship. (laughs) uh, You know, you get into those arguments with somebody and you go, or or, or you you can't come to a common ground. You say, wait a minute, let's go ahead and settle this. You know, A lot of people, and especially my sisters out there, they they will say something like, I don't want to settle for anything less. And the thing is, we have to understand that in somebody's eyes, they're settling with us. In somebody's eyes, you're not the perfect person. And what we have to understand is what perfection actually is. And it comes from a, um, I think this attitude comes from a very selfish place or a place of entitlement. And, you know, nothing is owed to us. Not even the next breath.
3: Mm, nothing's promised. That's right, bro.
0: It's not even, the world doesn't owe you anything. So with a lot of people showing up as if they're the gift, you know what I'm saying? Or they're the table mm. or they're the person who, is the echelon of of what it is. That might be to you, but when you are able to cultivate a relationship with someone and to be an enrichment to someone's life and somebody to be an enrichment to yours, you have to recognize what's in front of you. And a lot of people, they don't recognize what's in front of them. Not at all. You know, it's, it's almost like if you were to consider like a farmer, right? Farmer
3: Joe, baby. Come on.
0: If, You've given land to farm. You can't produce a crop unless you work your field. So a lot of people they have something that's worth working. You know they have that. uh, They have that field. They got that that land. But if you were to just cultivate your land, you till your land, you work your land, you water, you seed it, you grow it, you'll actually do that. You'll actually reap a good harvest. So let's talk about relationships. Some people they see that good person. And what happens is here it is, you 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 got something, but they go, but what else is out there? If if I was able to get this person, yeah, they're wonderful, they're great, but but what's behind door number three? You know what I'm saying? And then next thing you know, you keep opening doors, and eventually you're gonna open the back door. Mm. Because the older you get, that pool of people actually slims down. And really, what it is is it's the ability to recognize what's in yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Sometimes when you meet people, you'll see that same spirit that's within you. But the problem is, a lot of people they don't know what's inside them, their own selves. They're constantly searching because they haven't find found themselves. I know one of my um, one of my nicknames. Uh, I run a channel finding Nuba. Uh. But once you found yourself you can understand what you're looking for and it'll keep you from going
3: on that forever search. You understand what I'm saying? I feel it. um, Take an alternative route. Let's do it. My alternative route would be that a lot of people can't find happiness because they don't know what they're looking for. Too often, as I've mentioned before, one of my favorite quotes, um, to a sailor with no destination, no wind is favorable. So if you don't know where you're going, you can't get a map to the destination. So when we get in these relationships, and quite often, we are not. Um, and thank everybody for tuning in this evening. It's this wonderful day. Just he put in. on <laughs> the quiet storm voice. <laughs> so, um, but quite often we get in these relationships, and um, we don't know what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. So you could, and you said something earlier about the gift and a value, about a gift, let's say it like that. Um, I quite often kind of, again, this is what we're here for, I have different perspectives. I look at it differently sometimes that sometimes God gives you a gift through another person. Oh, yeah. Because um, I can say that both, you know, I'm, I'm not with either one of them anymore, my children's mother's, However, both of them were gifts to me at different points that I needed. Mm-hmm. My son's mother was a gift of uh, what was it, maturity and growth. Um, coming out of college, I was with her, and it was growing up, and it was like, well, you have a son now. That was my gift from my gift, and it was grow up. You have responsibilities. Though I was growing up doing stuff, I just was not diligent in what I was doing. Yeah. No direction. I'm just, you know, you ain't got no woman. I had a woman, but, you know, a young man who just, what is what does he say? We are going to go to America to sow our wild oats. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sowing <laughs> my wild oats, but I was out there having fun. Um, and I had no destination. Um, and then when I got married, it was to put, uh, I won't say longevity, but... To, kind of put some form around my life at that point. Mm -hmm. Like you can be a mass, but you can be a a lump of shit. Yeah. And then someone takes that lump of shit, which is like a cow's dung, repurposes it and makes it fertilizer. Yeah. So with my ex-wife, it was a repurposing of myself. Didn't last, but hell, it worked (laughs) For, for the time period. So a gift can help you with your destination. Oh yeah! Most of us don't know where we're going, so you get with a good person, mm-hmm. and you squander. What's that we're talking about? Throwing seeds on thorny ground,
0: yeah, on stony, stony ground, ground, amongst so, the thorns and thistles, thistles
3: right? So or you the skips and scallywags. <laughs> <laughs> That's the modern <laughs> translation. Um, so you have this gift, but you want to continue to play, and go like you're saying, like the lady was saying in the in the video, you know, you go to thirty seven opportunity, to 37 interviews and you're not satisfied with either the 37 because you didn't know what you wanted for your interview or for, for the person in the position. Then you find it and it's like, ah, oh, whatever, I can do something better. Not knowing that 37 was what you needed. Mm-hmm. You just didn't know what you needed, what you were trying to feel, so you kept going and you hit 79 and it's like, oh, well, damn. You know, what am what, what I supposed to do? Yeah, wish I could go back to yeah, the, 58. Right. But you're here now. But you have to stop, put a direction to your life. Yeah. And we're talking about settling still, but this is not really settling. I look at it as um rising up. Yeah. In a relationship. Um, because when you settle, um, and I love the definition that uh Yanni gave at the beginning. I think her name is Yanni, maybe ocean spray today. I don't know. <laughs> um, but the Definition of we settle in everything, we settle in court, we settle in this. But the reality of it is that even when you settle, it's because there was no agreement given. Yeah, you settle because this is only this is this is only thing that you walk and just come down to. Fuck it, we're gonna just settle right there. But when an agreement is given, which which is in the marriage, you're you're okay. We've come to an agreement. Let's rise and grow from here. Yeah, and the settlement is just. You didn't win, I didn't win. We're just gonna part ways right here and leave it and keep moving. Becoming a marriage is an agreement where well, I agree that to the terms you're offering. I'm not offering gray sweatpants, I'm offering a man. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're not offering big booty cheeks, you're offering me a wife that's gonna help nourish my body and my children. Mm-hmm. Cool, let's come together. Now, when we come together, this is where I'm going, and I pray that you're walking with me for the long term. Yes, I am. All right, now let's start to lay a foundation for how we want the relationship to grow. Once you laid that foundation, you're rising up over and over yeah. again. The settling part is too often because, again, we don't know what we want.
0: And you know, a lot of people, when it comes to the mindset of the word settle, mm. because people will make something mean what they want it
3: to mean. Just like I just did.
0: <laughs> and, you know, it's it's actually a reflection on the inside. Because when a man says, oh, I'm, I'm ready to settle down, he's not looking at, when when we're looking at um, a man, a lot of people say, well, if a man get 80% of what he wants, he'll be he feeling, man, I'm doing good. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm if my goal is a million, but I'm going to make my 800000 that's not a failure. You're $800,000 richer. Uh-huh. And so with me, if I say, okay, well, in this industry, I chose this industry to make a million dollars and I only made 800000 Now it's time for you to settle in so that you can cultivate it to make that
3: million. Right. right.
0: You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you, you're going to, when, when you find that partner, they might not have every single trait that was on your list. And this is especially for my, my, my young ladies, older ladies. You might not check everything on your list, but you almost filled your list up. What is the possibility of you finding somebody else who's going to check off every single thing? The 80-20 rule. So when you find 80%, it's up to you to dig your heels in, settle down, and you do the things that's going to gain that for you. Because a lot of times we have this list in our head and God got a whole nother list that that person can offer that you are not thinking about. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, for your list, your list had 50 things, Mm -hmm. but God list had a hundred things that were hidden that's inside of that person. But if you don't settle down, if you don't cultivate that, that land, if you don't bring forth, then you don't see those nutrients that's in that ground. You don't see those things. Well, Hey, I know you wanted a a guy that had this career and X, Y, and Z. It's not in the field. He doesn't have PhD behind his name, but, Five years from now, he's getting ready to get an honorary PhD. He knows more than these guys who are teaching it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Because it's some, it's some things that, that that may be inside of that person. Let's talk about relationships, period. It's some, something that's in that friendship. It's something that's in that business deal that you didn't know that you wanted, but that you needed for that, for that time, because that's the actual gift. It's like, yeah, you bought this, but it was a gift that came with it. And you didn't know when you when you ordered this from Amazon and you're like, man, you know what? I want these shoes, but you didn't know that it came with a whole shoe shine kit. Uh-huh. You didn't know that it came with the uh with the shoe protector. You didn't know it had some extra laces in there. And a lot of people like, oh man, it was the wrong color. But yeah, now you went and got those shoes and you realize, wait a minute, I just bought an outfit that I need to take out, because I just bought this gown and these shoes match perfectly for with it. And a lot of times we, we, we have this person and God send you this person and we don't recognize that it's a gift because we're looking for what we want through our own eyes, but God is higher than us. He thinks higher than us. And a lot of times we, we get into these relationships and we don't realize all the bonuses that come with it. You ain't got to worry about this person nagging you to come home because they understand that you're running a business. You don't have to worry about this woman uh, 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 not listening to you because she looks to you for leadership, but you go ahead and you pass that up, and you open the next door, and you 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 pull back the next curtain, and it's everything on your checklist, but what you needed, because the things that you would need it was back there, and woulda coulda shoulda wish I would have. I remember the time if if you know what I'm saying because if you don't recognize your man, somebody else do. If you don't recognize your woman, somebody else do. And when they get a hold of them, they ain't going to let them go.
3: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I was watching this uh, podcast with Bum B on it one day. Uh-huh. And he said that, um, you know, he, he was talking in that grown man stuff. He's like, you grown men out here, you know, we, you know, you get tired of your woman after a while because, you know, you are here and, you see Miss Big Booty over there, and you see this over there, and you know you're looking at your wife, and your wife used to be a ten. Now she had five or six, but in your eyes, in your eyes, to the next <laughs> man, your wife is a twelve, and she divorced your ass. She take half of your money. But she had twelve with half your stuff. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> I
3: was like, wow, that, that that puts that in a different perspective. You know, we we, we like. If you don't mind, we jump onto something that happened a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that basketball player and his um, wife—we found out. Oh, OnlyFans. Yeah, his yeah. wife had the OnlyFans. Right, they right, they, they, right, they right, shot in yeah. on that. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, he had the OnlyFans, and you know we didn't deal with it back then, but it's what it is. But um, she finds out your wife has the OnlyFans, and she's all she she stood on her. I'm a do me type thing. Yeah. But you, you, it, it is what it is. It's my account. It's my account. You know, you know, you should have did this. But now you stood, she stood on it, and then her man left. Now she's crying, you know, ooh hoo And my, my husband left, but he should have been paying attention to me. But, you know, now he's leaving you, and he's gonna take all your shit and his and I I mean, it's just going, kind of going off the same thing I was saying. Like,
0: no, no, it makes sense because we don't, a lot of us, we don't settle in in what we got and work right. it together. And I think that that's one thing that we are so individualistic. And a lot of people say, well, the bills got to get paid, but there's a way to do anything. Right. There's a way to do it. And when we don't understand where the way is, especially when you're in a relationship, it's not a you versus me. It's a us versus the world. And a lot of us don't understand that, that we're on the same team. Right. We're on the same team. Let's figure it out. Now, if you want to do only an OnlyFans and stuff and, and you okay with that and your uh, partner is okay with that, then, you know, I guess you, you hit flips when they hold the camera. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's something that you that you have to work out together. But the thing is, there is a recourse to that. And a lot of people, they don't choose well. You understand what I'm saying? They don't choose well. When you understand, first of all, you have to understand you got to choose you. And you have to, like you said before, you got to understand yourself. You got to find yourself. You have to do what? Uh, know, Know yourself. When you know yourself, you understand your do's and don'ts. You understand those things. You have to heal yourself. And then when you see something, when you see a good plot of land, you understand, okay, all I got to do is work this. A lot of women, oh, well, he just let himself go. But where did he let himself go to? Where, where, where was it? A lot of times, if if you were to just encourage him, if you were, well, I did X, Y, and Z. Well, when do you stop? Because why? Did you stop why? Because the other thing, when we're looking at, we always want people to be there for us. But when the tables are turned, are you there for those people?
3: Oh, brother! that you know what that 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 man. Sorry, my apologies. No, you intro, got it because that right there spoke volumes. Because I'm gonna speak out to my sisters listening to this. Yeah, you in particular who said he ain't talking to me. Yes, you. Um, because what happens is he says too often when the side is flipped, you're not there, but. Sister, you thinking this is you right now? He's talking about me. I'm always helping people, but nobody's there when I need help. The other part of needing help is opening up your damn mouth to talk. Yeah. We're not mind readers. And I was listening to a friend the other day complain about no one being there for them when they were hurt. And then the question became when were you hurt? See, you've you've put this out, this persona out so much that you're this and you're that and you're okay. And then when you go through something, no one kind of knows fully what's going on. But when we ask or something is said, you try to, oh, I'm okay. No, damn it. Tell me. You need some help. I need some help. I need somebody I can just talk to for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Let someone be there for you. So then when that time comes where the situation is flipped, someone can be there for you. And we're not settling and. Stay on the settling thing. Yeah, go ahead. That's what the subtle is. Because when the, what happens too often, and this is how people get hurt even more, because you run from what you're supposed to be running, you run from what you're supposed to be running to. Uh oh. Who
0: can I run to? <laughs>
3: <laughs> so <I'll share> this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the the running. <laughs> The running, and sharing—that boy Thank you JD produces. <laughs> they, they cut that real quick. Man, we we can't afford that. <laughs> that boy JD is a beast with that pen. Um, we're talking about sharing this empty space. You're sharing. What, what is it? When you're having a problem with your mate, but you won't speak to them, and you keep having problems, and they're asking you, and you're like, "Well, you should know. I don't know." Some kind of asking you. Oh, it's nothing. All right, now you've created a wall and a problem for yourself and us. But what happens is now you've allowed, you've blocked me out, but you've allowed someone else to open up a door on the, on the other side of yeah. you. And now you're running to them, with the problem you should be coming to me with. Mm-hmm. And as a result, now you're settling for this individual over here. And then when you enter into something with them, you get hurt. Now you're coming back and you're looking at your original mate like, you're pissed off with them, upset with everyone else, because now the accountability part is now I'm throwing it on you. You should have been listening to me. Well, how did I know? Again, I asked you. And, you know, that
0: speaks volumes for how you settle, because a lot of us need to settle down and be humble, and be humble with the whole persona of, oh, God I'm telling you, man, I appreciate that, that. The club DJ came in here for <laughs> <me singing. laughs> It's okay to settle down and ask for help. It's okay to express yourself. And especially on the flip side of that, as men, we have to create the atmosphere where our women feel comfortable to express themselves and knowing how to be a man in that. A lot of us men, we're yeah. so quick to jump and solve a problem when we don't understand the situation. And with men, we have to use the tools that God gave us. God gave us, yeah, he made us fixers. But with men, we have to look at it how we are, right? I can't put your fire out if I don't know what house is burning. Ooh. You understand what I'm saying? When you call the fire department, oh, Lord, it's a fire. They don't just, oh, Lord, this is fire. <laughs> they don't just jump in the doggone fire truck and, and right, go down right the, the street. Right, It's a fire. You know what I mean? Oh, over there. Look over there. But with us men, we want to help our mates. We want to help our wives. We want to help our girlfriends. We want to help so much that we forget to ask, to understand, and to listen to what the problem is. Now, God made us listeners, and some of us are very stoic. And we can sit back and just watch, and we can sit back to understand. and see, that's where our strength is from, because when she's relaying something to to us, it's up to us to lead the atmosphere. Mm. Let me let you and it's not let let me let you just get it out. It's let me listen to you. let me understand you. Let me relate to you. not oh, I remember that time when that No, nah, I see how you feel. I understand what you're feeling. You're you're feeling frustrated that Mm. this happened on your job. This is making you sad what's going on with our parents and dealing with our children. Mm. Or, you know, your feet hurt and you don't really feel like cooking. You just want to sit down. And so once we relay that thing and we create the atmosphere, it makes it safe for her to come in and for her to actually speak on what it is. But a lot of us don't set the atmosphere. And the same thing with women. Mm. When you want certain things out of your man, you have to set the atmosphere for him to be glad to give it. Because when a woman encourages a man, when she is thankful for that little thing, yeah, we know he have washed the dishes. <laughs> he's supposed to wash the dishes. And he's sitting up there with his chest all out. I washed the dishes. And the worst thing that you can say is what you want, a cookie? You were supposed to. And he's looking at it, Oh, man. You know, I did this just for her. Right. He's looking for that appreciation because trust me, you went go around, Baby, did you sweep the floor? This floor looks so good you mop. Right. You put
3: the He start working to do it you, better.
0: You, you you man, next thing you know that purse that you wanted is right there. Well, because him, he's looking for that appreciation. He's looking for that, you know, you you so big and strong, baby. I see that you you took care of that that the grass outside. Look
3: let, let, let me rub that sweat off of you. But she wants the same case. appreciation, right? <laughs> you no, know, if, if if you if cuz if imagine you sweating over your Thanksgiving meal that you're putting together or this Christmas dinner that's coming up, either one that you're making. And he just looks at it and is like, all right, whatever. Grab the plate and go sit down and watch the game. You would feel kind of hurt. Yeah. Like you've slaved over all of this, but you want, see, too often, we want the admiration, but we don't want to give it. Yeah. We want all the accolades. We want everyone to pour into us. This is what social media is about now. This is what the problem I have. It creates everyone to be. Those are nice pieces of candy. Um, um, sorry, producer, you're eating candy. Um, <laughs> we we create the situation of vanity on social media. It's all yeah. about me. So this is what about the likes, um, the door for means through the likes and the followings and everything because it's 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 focused on you you don't have it, you don't feel good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, going back, doubling back real quick, you said something about twos and the atmosphere. And I actually was like, I have to write this down. I'm gonna start writing more in our conversations. Um <laughs> You know, uh, the the conversation of the two and the in the relationship. Um the question gotta be asked, you know, what kind of two are you using in the relationship? Yeah. The two is your mental outlook. The tool is your, let me say it like this. If all you have is a hammer, everything you look at would be a nail. Wow. That's yeah. how you would solve it. Yeah. And if you understand with the hammer and a nail, you bang it in. Giggity. Some things. <laughs> giggity, giggity. No pun intended. Um, but some things may not require a hammer. They mm-hmm. will <laughs> screw. <laughs> giggity <laughs> some <laughs> things may require some pliers yeah other things that need may need a saw gun yeah but a jigsaw in particular so if you approach everything with that of a hammer you will get that outlook let me switch that into the outlook of the relationship if a person is abusive guess whatever i understand the clearest if they're an abusive mentally or physically type person Every problem, that's how they will solve it. Mm-hmm. Beating it up. They're going to talk about you. They're going to beat you behind whatever it is, instead of sitting down and saying, Hey, baby, let's talk. What is the issue? And as we talk about the settling. Oh, sorry about that. I think I'm going to run real quick. I'm going to put on my uh um, Oh, yeah. So lace them up. I laced them up. At least, you know, I'm put on them old school Reebok pumps. <laughs> um, I got some lights on mine. <laughs> okay. Um, so when you talk about settling in twos, mm-hmm. you are given signs all through this relationship. Yeah. If you're settling, oh man, light going through my head right now. So settling in a relationship means you're going down. You're not on par. In some point and another, everyone's gonna settle, but it's how you're settling. Yeah. So if you're settling because this nigga's an idiot, but he has big gray sweatpants and he fits them very well, that's your fault. If you are with a woman and she's Miss Fat Booty, but burns water, will fuck up the recipe. <laughs> I
0: said, burns water, Have <laughs> <laughs> <Lord, Lord laughs>
3: mercy. She will. She will mess up the recipe. The ice. Oh man. And you still chose her. That's your fault That's your because you're challenge. settling less, th- and well, you, you, you misty- know what
0: is that settling or that is that an, a reduction in your standards? Because here's the thing, settling, right, mm-hmm. is different from a
3: reduction in standard. Okay, I give you that. One. Let's go there
0: because we need to see what our actual definition is. people. Oh, I don't want to settle. Wait a minute,
3: settling is this is all I can get.
0: Yeah. And that's not what it is.
3: I got you. You're right. That's
0: not what it is. When a house settles, like you can have a a, a brand new house, right? It's got everything that you want. Here you are. You found the the land that you want. You found the contractors that's actually going to do the job. You designed everything exactly the way you want to design it. But what happens is you built it. The foundation is laid perfectly. Everything is late, but there comes a time where the house has to settle into its foundation. And see, this is what, when you leave the house, you go, you know what? I keep hearing all these creaks. I don't think this is a good house. And you go ahead and sell your brand new house that you did all this stuff for, not understanding that the house had to settle. And a lot of people do that. They they get into these great relationships. And... Here, here they are, they did all of these things. They cultivated themselves. They they beautified themselves. They did all the work. And then here it is, they meet this wonderful person or they're in this great relationship and they don't realize that it has to settle in. Mm. And they go, well, I don't want to settle. Well, if you have a house that has not settled, it hasn't, it has yet to reach its point where it has sat in, where it's at its perfected state. Mm. And on the flip side of that, like, I love the fact that you talked about the tools, because men understand tools. Mm. Women understand skill set. Mm. Women will go and get all of these degrees, and they'll go and they'll get all of these certifications. And they'll study this, and they'll study that, and they'll master this, and they'll doctorate that. Why don't you apply that to your man? God. Study oh, your man. Hold on, hold
3: on, hold on. Hold on the
0: fuck. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Repeat that. No, but you use your skill. Women will use the skills that they have to cultivate relationships in business. When they go out in the ro- world, they'll talk to grandma and them, and they'll understand and use the skills to conduct themselves in church. Wow. They will conduct themselves in the meetings. They wow. know how to work a room, he talking but to you don't sister. know how to work your own man. That's your man. That's your only degree that you got. He talking to you, sis. Come and on. so you use those same skill sets. And if you don't have it, go out there and get your degree. Mm. Go out there and learn. Put the same bit of effort that you did in learning uh, getting that degree, getting your master's degree, getting your doctorate, getting those six figures. Your six figures should be your six figures on your man. Because you should have a degree on your man. You sh- and if you don't have one yet, go and learn the skill set so you recognize him when you see him. So that him. way you know that I'm i gonna settle right here because I know he's a good man. Now nah, he ain't six foot eight. <laughs> now nah, he ain't had no whole lot of women. Now nah, he ain't got there yet. But here it is he has a 12 step plan and he's on step number nine. Man. So, and he's steady about his business. Yeah he he hasn't made it yet but he's on the way. Yeah he 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 he's he has his own quirks about him but he's in active therapy. He's a he's a person in the community. And a lot of us men we have to do the same thing. You have perfected everything. You put all that time in at your job, with your family, with your homeboys, but you fail to put that time into your woman. You fail to use those same skills and what we have to do is we have to use what 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 you, what you say you have to use what you got to get what you want. That's <laughs> it, <said>, bro. <laughs> and that's the thing. We have God has given us all the things that we need to use. But it's up to us. A lot of people they will spend all their time on social media for entertainment. But you can use your social media. You can use your accounts. You can watch the content that's going to give you something that's going to create positivity in your life because you're feeding yourself that. Why don't you settle down and watch yourself something on psychology? Why don't you settle down and get that shadow workbook? Why don't you settle down and sit your ass down and go to church? Why don't you settle down and really deal with yourself? Because a lot of us, we avoid that thing.
3: This, we, that's it right there, bro. We you, want something else. Yeah, No, you just said it. I, you literally just answered your question. Too many of us avoiding that thing that's in ourself yeah and you brought this book the Charlotte book i haven't read it yet so i'm not gonna even act like i have but i like the i like the uh the, the point of what this book is supposed to be doing it's supposed to be bringing out something in you that you're avoiding mm-hmm. it's your own psychologist for a second mm-hmm For you to sit down and say, this is a self-analysis. Yes. When you talk about the self-analysis of your life and trying to put it together, like you just were saying, how to get your degree. You've went through the 15-step program. And now you've made that degree. But you won't put that degree together in finding your man. And too often what most of us are doing is that, What most of us are doing is that we are looking for everything to answer what we think. Yeah. Or we're looking. Let me say it another way. Me. We're looking for everything around us to justify what we're. Thinking. What we doing? Like <laughs> that's true. You like when somebody put like the lady we talked about earlier putting the post about her and her only fans. She records it so she can get, you know, the the stamp of approval from other women. Say, oh yeah, she right. F him. She gotta pay the bills. She gotta pay them bills. You gotta... But the stamp of approval is for your foolishness.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And the stamp only stamp of approval that you honestly need is one of God, one of self, and your mate. Yeah. Those are the three things that you need. And three represents trial and tribulation, if you really put that together. Because our life is supposed to be a triangle. It's not a pair. It's always the other one supposed to be there in it. So it's a Break. So if you were having a disagreement, two out of three wins. And that third person is always God in the yeah. relationship. So when you're settling, are you settling for less than God at that point? Uh, you're settling for what? Again, if you're supposed to be made in the image and the likeness of God, if you're going other than that, you are definitely, you can look at your relationship and be like, this is not what I want. And God gives you signs the whole time. Yeah. The whole way. Before you even jumped in it. They go to sign right there. No, before you jump in the relationship, God gave you the sign of uh, I don't think this is what you want. But, I'm gonna let you do it though. <laughs> he gonna let you do it. But this ain't what you want. <laughs> but a lot of us,
0: we don't want to be held accountable. That's it. We brother. want what we want. And a lot of people will say that I'm settling for this or I'm settling for this person. I'm settling for uh, X, Y, and Z when they understand it. This is holding you accountable for what you need in life because, you know, a lot of things that a godly man or a man of principle or a man of morals, he's not going to put up with certain things. Some things you don't need to be happy about. Mm-mm. when your man put his foot down most women can attest to that if it's a man that's constantly trying to please you and yes dear that don't that don't make that thing tingle not at all but when he said you know what you are gonna do it my way now sit down and do it this way I'm gonna make sure it happens and if it don't I'll make it right next thing you know she tearing off your clothes <laughs> you understand what I'm saying yeah I learned the hard way on that one I'll produce him her father said something that was so profound. A lot of these men don't know how to be men. And they'll settle for yes, dear, no, dear. And he was talking about how there was uh, one of his partners, uh, somebody that he know. He was yes, dear, no, dear, just settling for trying to make her happy. And he said, wait a minute. You know, when I put these silk panties on, I need to go and get them cotton, cotton briefs, them cotton drawers and put them drawers on. And and sometimes we are settling for less within ourselves. Well, what we need to do is settle for the man that God made you settle for the woman that God made you, because a lot of us, when we recognize, see, the brain is very intelligent. The brain is more intelligent than the personality. Mm. And so the brain is trying to protect you from feeling discomfort because a lot of women are getting are going after these guys. A lot of men are going after these girls because they don't want to feel discomfort, because they don't want to. They don't want to deal with the consequences of dealing with a real person, someone that's going to make them face their shit standards. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's like, have you seen those people who go to these huge mosques or these huge churches? Yeah. These huge organizations because they can hide amongst the masses. Yeah, another number, right? You're just a number. You don't have to be held accountable. Some people will hide under the, uh, the, the tree of financial stability because it caught, they don't have to be accountable. So in times of trouble, they go, Oh, because it does not require a team. But here's the thing. What, what, if you ain't never had money, people with money will tell you when money ain't the issue, everything else is. Yeah. <laughs> everything goes wrong. Everything. So, you know, ask any woman who has ever been financially abused. I had never heard that term before until I got into social work. When you're trying to get away from this person who's abusive, but all of your accounts locked down. They connected to everybody. You can't run nowhere. They know every judge. They know every police officer. They know mm-hmm. all of the plain people. They know the transportation folks. They got uh, connections in the cryptocurrency. They got connections in the banking industry. You can't do nothing. You can't go nowhere. Yeah, they got the whole city. That thought about <laughs> right. They know everybody. And so we go, oh, I want this. But the man that you wanted was going to make you accountable. The man that you wanted you, you, that, that, that you didn't want. You know, or the woman that you didn't want, she was gonna tell, you, "Hey, you need to go talk to your father." I know y'all, y'all, y'all don't like each other. I know you, but you need to go settle that. Hey, baby, um, when you gonna put some money aside for uh for our retirement? Man, I don't want to hear all of that. Or he gonna tell you, "Hey, sweetheart, we need to go in this direction. We need to move with this city." You understand what I'm saying? Until you sit your ass down. But we said, man, I don't want to settle for less because we don't want to be held accountable.
3: It's not settling at that point. It's not at all. It is, again, what was the other word you said earlier? Settling and... Uh, Falling beneath your standards. Falling beneath your standards. But this point is now adding another one. This is avoiding. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Now, you're not falling beneath your standards. You're not settling, because settling is, again, this is the only thing that's left. Falling beneath your standards is... um, you are, like I said on the other show, you're a modern day Jay, um, your modern day Beyonce going with reasonable doubt Jay-Z. That's beneath your standards. <laughs> <laughs> so, and now I mean I love both those two. Um, but now we're talking about avoiding, yeah, avoiding accountability, avoiding development and growth. This is what causes the biggest problem yeah. that leads back to settling. Because when that person Comes into your life that we talk about that gift again. The gift that says, like I, I can't say all of our mothers because all of our mothers aren't the same. I say my mother. Or you can say that person in your community, your teacher, let's deal with a teacher, that teacher that held you to a higher standard than what you wanted to hold yourself to. That when you were acting foolish in school, the teacher would be like, Why are you doing that?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Why? are you... And you would avoid that teacher. Because you wanted to keep acting the ass. And the teacher was trying to put you on a different trajectory because they see where you're going. They see, oh, you keep running down that road. Son, it's not, it's not going to be a good ending. Make a left. Make a right. Do something different. Turn around. Come back. They're going to require more. For you. They're going to require more. And the same thing with the relationship. When You get with that person who is going to, like you said, so let's sit down and go over your expenses. You've spent $180 on nails every other week for the past two years. That's almost, uh, whatever the number is. (laughs) That's a lot of money. Carry the one. (laughs) (laughs) yeah. But you still ain't invested in your business that you want to open. You ain't investing in your business. You ain't got no school. Mm -hmm. You talk about your rent, you're always behind on this bill, but that's- It's on your hand. 10 grand right there that Uh you, for the past two years, on your hand, that how is it benefiting your... your You're putting more, let's even go worse. Sisters, again, yes, I'm running on you sisters right now because brothers, we do the same thing. But the accountability of you're spending four to $800 on a wig, getting your hair done, but you haven't gone to take that test that you need to. So you're putting more on your head than you're putting in your head. But again, you run from that man who brings that up. And you go run to make make me, Mister Feel Good. Mister Feel Good is only for a moment. Like, well, Mister Big Money. yeah, big all the way around, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, this I,
0: is Mister Big, you know?
3: <laughs> um, So, I this this is kind of deterring, uh, side view, whatever, real quick. Um, but when situations like that and you're running from avoidance. I, I'll tell you something I told a friend. I said, ladies, I'm talking to her. sister, is it's better to be with the man who will put you onto money than the man who will give you money. Man. And she wanted to argue with me back and forth. No, it ain't because, you know, he gave me money. I can get whatever I want to. I said, yeah, that's right. But what happens when he doesn't want to? What happens when he's tired of you? Then what happened to your money? Now, the difference between a man who's going to put you on the money and the man who's gonna give you money is that the man puts you on the money thinks higher of you. Because he's trying to get you set up to be your own independent woman. So now he's trying to put you on a level that he thinks is that you're justified to be on. Yeah. If he gets you a job, he gets you invest into your business, whatever he's doing, he's now thinking higher of you. The man who's giving you money is trying to control you.
0: And you know what? Let's let's go even deeper. Deep you know it said that uh, the Bible said who can find a man to find a wife probably a good thing the other thing is when someone puts you on to the next level of yourself when someone can introduce you into the version that God wants you to be Money can't replace that. It's so many people that we see. We see people every year, some celebrity, commit suicide. They got all the money and notoriety in the world, all the fame and all the fortune. But the thing that they want is that person that's inside, that emptiness that cannot be filled. Because a lot of, especially us in the black community, we speak from a place of emptiness or a place of lack. And so when you're coming from a place of lack, uh, let's talk about financial lack. When you finally get a hold of some money, it feels so wonderful because you ain't never had it. But the things that actually matter, you know, it's people out there who got plenty of money, but they can't go to their family reunion. Yeah. It's people who got uh, plenty of money, but they don't have a real true friend who just wants their company. It's people who hate to answer their phone because it's always somebody who want to invest in them or some cousin or some nephew or some niece that 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 that's trying to get next to them because they trying to get put on. And people are not genuine. When our producer said something that was so profound, he said, "I don't want people to look at me for my talent or what I provide. I want them to look at me as a person." And some people. When they meet that person, that's going to make them accountable to who they're supposed to be. They feel like they're settling because they want all these things that are superficial. They want surface level things. They want personality. Like uh, there was a book that you were talking about earlier, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And uh, y'all should check that book out. It's by uh, Dale Carnegie. It's a very old book, but it has some timeless things. And basically it talks about like today's times. People want the superficial stuff. They want, oh, I want someone to make me laugh. I want the personality. I want someone who smiles and I feel good. All of that is surface level bullshit. It's important, but it's not the most important things. It's not the deeper things. Uh, Dale Carnegie talked about something about having a smile from the inside because people can smell a fake. The thing is, What women are asking for when they're asking for financial, what they want is stability. You know what real stability is? For you to be able to be rock solid with no money and be able to have the personality, to be able to have the fortitude to make things happen no matter what's going on. That's what makes you solid. That's what makes you secure. That's what makes a woman secure. It's not the money that brings it. It's the man that has the traits that can bring in stability when everything is crumbling down. When we're looking at when she's saying she wants this height, what she really wants is protection. She wants to feel protected. When a man is saying that "I I want this, what he wants, he's not asking for sex. What he's asking for is intimacy because a lot of women have trained men that they will only get intimacy through sex but they don't know how to just give him a hug. Right. They don't know how to sit out and just really speak with him and understand where he's coming from. They don't know how to connect with their partner because men don't get a whole lot of physical touch. And he learned that the only way that I can actually get a hug or, or to just hold some is if I'm having sex. When a man is saying that, hey, he wants to, uh, to, to get a home-cooked meal, what he's asking for is actually his health. And he wants to feel that he's being cared for in a way that sustains him. Now, the food that you give him can be your food for thought. It can be your food of encouragement. It's something to enrich what he needs. And a lot of us, we settle for the things that God placed us in so that house can settle so we can choose that good ground and say okay I'm going to dig my heels in here because that perfection that you you want it ain't out there
3: it don't exist we we, we chase my sister always played this song by Dell Chasing Pavements it was a dope song and my mother would always ask about that song but we talk about when we're getting, settling in the first part of these 37 people that you're dealing with and, you know, not knowing what you're wanting and you're always chasing the next best thing. Mm-hmm. The next best thing is never, It's like the word tomorrow. We're always tomorrow, tomorrow. But what is something that's always coming but it never appears? Tomorrow. Mm-hmm tomorrow, it never comes because tomorrow is never a day. and Or next time. <laughs> or <laughs> next time never comes because, you know, it is what it is. But when you are forever chasing pavement, you're forever chasing that if, but if if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk.
0: Or well, like you said before, oh, we <laughs> would really be drunk. <laughs> like you said before, it's a high. Right? When people chase that high. Right. You know, they want to feel this this butterfly feeling and they what, what were you said earlier about uh some people they get on heroin. No, oh, oh. So the thing about
3: what I was saying before we got on the show. It's like,
0: what are these guys talking about? Before we got in the
3: show, I was talking about like the chasing pavement, this chasing this that feeling it's for anyone who's done drugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's my disclaimer. This is for you. Um, but it's, you you're constantly chasing that first high. And this is why, you know, the heroin, the drugs. Like, we're talking about, oh, man, that weed ain't let you high no more. So you got to take this. Lacey, with some Sherm? Oh, that Sherman ain't let you right no more. Now you got to get, not, you ain't going to high off the Sherm. Got to get it with this Mexican tar. You got to get the cocaine. So you keep running high and higher. Man, you
0: have passed my drug dealer. <laughs> I don't
3: know nothing about none of this. Stay away from it. Um, so you're looking for different ways to continue to get to something that you really, are chasing a dream. Because mm-hmm. you don't know, again, chasing pavements in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Because in your mind, this is what the ideal relationship is. But ask someone who's been married 70 years or even 30 years. They tell you, ain't shit ideal about this relationship. Every day is a different day. Mm-hmm. You have to make the best of it. But the commitment to you and the person is what makes the relationship Grow so there's no settling. There's always growth and development. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we going to start, you know, putting some concrete. We we don't put a bunch of filling on this one. We got the, the the bread. Let's put the other bread. The other bread is a solution to make this a nice sandwich. I got the chips on it. So let's make this into You nice make sandwich. me hungry, man. <laughs> <laughs> um hey, that that um the holiday dinner coming up. We're gonna have some of that. Trying to gain some weight on that, I ain't gonna lie. Um the settling that we have to get away from is, as I continue to say, is knowing self and knowing what you want. And this whole conversation, I'm kinda quiet because I'm talking and thinking to myself about my failures in growth and development and relationships and my failure with people that wanted to begin something with endeavor went, endeavored or embarked upon the path with them. Um, quite often, I didn't know what I wanted. You know, you're looking for a uh, good time and a happy ending. And- happy ending. <laughs> 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 you're looking for those, and you should be looking for the opposite. Going back to our conversation, when we say, hey, bro, you know, you want to get your life in order, you got to stop having sex. And what'd you say?
0: Yeah, man. Y'all almost got dropkicked. <laughs> but it was, it was so on point. Right. It was exactly what I need to hear.
3: Right. So you, but because it, let me say it like this. Everyone outside you is a distraction to you Mm. at some point or another. Slow motion that way. Right. So when you remove the distractions, when you remove the distractions around you and start focusing on you, you have nothing to make you get off the path but you. But the biggest part of getting off the path is that most of the folks that that voice in your head yeah. that you've been silencing for so long, now you got to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And some of y'all voices is a little crazy. We, all, we, we know that. Not that <laughs> <laughs> one. Tell that one to go sit down. Tell the other one to come to the front. And you have to sit and listen because it's things about you that you know that no one else knows that you need to deal with yeah. before you get with someone else. Yeah. And if you don't deal with this, every person that you run into will be a reflection of the issue that you're dealing with because all you have is a hammer for a tube. Yeah. So with that, I think I'm going to go ahead and skydive off this microphone.
0: <laughs> Man, look, um, I don't think we need any more final thoughts because this was, this was a great conversation. I, I invite you all to come out with us next week. Go, go uh, revisit some of the old content that we got in here some of the other content because you guys have been rocking with us. We appreciate each and every one of you. Yes. I want y'all to uh, to comment in the uh, comment section, like, share it, uh, tell somebody that knows somebody, and
3: tell them again. And all that being said, tell someone after that too. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, this is your boy, Yusuf Muhammad, Yams Creation. Um, follow, follow us, tune in. Um, we'll start announcing what the next... Uh, embarked in it's 2024 next few episodes
0: all right y'all know it's me Tim Hargrove Dark Shining Light I appreciate darkness, y'all for 23 through. I'll make sure y'all come to sense next time this is good fun <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> until next time <laughs> this is you, this is you
3: Creation. This is Cocktails a Conversation to listen to. Tune in every Friday at 7 p.m. on all streaming platforms. Like, follow, share, tell somebody, tell to somebody, tell somebody. Look forward to you joining.